Hardy har har, Rasa. Hardy har har, right back to you. You doing all right? Doing great. Are you ready to know everything? I sure am. All right, let's go. Today, I want to teach you a somewhat silly trick for serious home office cooperation. As you know, I have worked at home for close to 20 years. Mom, in normal times, goes to work in an office. But many years ago, there was a time when she was home and I was home for the same month. And until I figured out my silly trick, I used to make her so mad. How? What happened is I'd be working in my home office space. And then I would take a break. I'd come out to go to the bathroom or get a bite to eat or refill a glass of water. If mom was in the living room, she'd say hi and ask how I was. But I didn't want to talk. I was still thinking about work. So I'd scrunch up my face and mumble something back or sometimes say nothing at all. Oh, this is not going to end well. Yes. It got to be a big issue between us before I figured out my silly trick. What is it? I found a cap. A very silly cap. It was short and round and rainbow striped. This is my thinking cap, I said. If I'm wearing this cap, it means I'm thinking. Please pretend you don't even see me. (laughs) Wow. And that worked? Yes. Because now mom knew when I was available to talk and when I wasn't. And the cap was so silly looking, she could laugh at me even if we didn't talk. For me, it was helpful too. Just putting the cap on helped me focus whether I went out of my home office space or not. And taking it off showed both of us that I was taking a break from work on purpose, not just to get a drink of water. It made the keeping thinking and the stopping thinking, both intentional. Wow, that's really smart. But why don't I see you in this cap? Well, in normal times, you're at school when I'm at work. If not, I want to be available to you. And if I need to think, I can just tell you. Because I'm your parent, you're used to me scrunching up my face and being bossy for no reason. (laughs) But the bigger lesson is this. Sometimes you need to say something in a situation where words don't work. You can be creative. Maybe it's choosing and wearing your own do not disturb thinking cap. Maybe it's a color wheel outside your door that tells anyone who enters what your mood is at the moment. I think you even have something like that at your school. Isn't there a buddy bench on the playground where if you sit on it, it tells the other kids that you'd love to join the game they're playing without you having to ask? Yeah. So it can be silly. It can be serious, it can be simple, or it can be complicated. All that matters is if it works for you and for the other people you're dealing with. Then they'll get to know you better, and you might get to know yourself better, too. I'm going to make a, I want a playdate hat. A, put the cats on my lap while I'm reading hat. And a, let's roast marshmallows for dinner hat. Uh, I'm going to need an I give up cap. I can make one of those for you, too. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes, I am. Well, it's called Summer by Joe 
McDougall. Every summer when I was a child, I visited my grandfather's farm. We didn't say much to each other, listening to voices, the far bark of a dog from somewhere, thunder, the easy complaint of the porch swing. When it rains, quickening old ashes in the fireplace. I want to go back to the house that was, the people that were, the chores, the horses, the cat. But what if I could? What if someone glancing up from a sewing machine or a plow should see me there? Wow, what an amazing poem. May I read it? Above that. Summer by Joe McDougall. Every summer when I was a child, we visited my grandmother's farm. We didn't say much to each other, listening to voices, the far bark of a dog from somewhere, thunder, the easy complaint of the porch swing, when it rains, quickening old ashes in the fireplace. I want to go back to the house that was, the people that were, the chores, the horses, the cat. But what if I could? What if someone, glancing up from a sewing machine or a plow, should see me there? Mm, she's going back in time, but it's like she's the ghost in that poem at the end, isn't it? Yeah. It's like she'd frighten the people. Or she'd weird them out, or she'd interrupt the scene. Or, if it was me, I'd go to her and say, How are you possible? Can you steal tickets to Disneyland? <laughs> what do you think about having that most cherished memory be a time of silence? Or a time of work? She talks about the chores, for example. Well, I think that makes sense. Sometimes the hardest work is the most fun. Is there something like that? Visiting your grandparent or a summer activity that you think when you're older, you'll want to go back to? Hmm, probably. Like every summer, well, not this summer because it was canceled, but most summers I go to a sleepaway camp and that's so fun. We go on water slides and have cupcake battles and drink soda with ice cream and do headstands on trampolines. Wow. So when you're an old woman, you'll go back in your memory, scare all the kids that are there. <laughs> yeah. Boo! Do you think there are previous campers that are there in spirit with you? A haunted camp never occurred to me. I think that might be even better. Last segment of the show. Do you? Have a vexing question for me. Yes, I do. My vexing question is from Alora of Hopkins School. How does Wi-Fi work? Very important these days, but I don't know. I'm going to look it up, and I'll ping the answer your and Alora's way. Sounds good. I'm back. And I've got the answer to Alora's vexing question. First, the phrase Wi-Fi doesn't really stand for anything beyond wireless. The Fi part at the end was just a marketing idea to make it rhyme with hi-fi, an old-fashioned recording term 
for music, you can play in high fidelity. Wi-Fi works using wavelengths of electromagnetic radiation. Short wavelengths show up for us as colors. Longer ones are invisible to the human eye, but transmitters and receivers can encode and decode them as data. Cell phones use the same principle to send and receive information through the air, and so do televisions and radios. All these signals don't get confused with one another because the government and equipment makers restrict different kinds of communications to different wavelengths. Not to mix metaphors, but it's a bit like if cell phones could only communicate using red and orange letters, televisions with yellow and green letters, radios with blue letters, and Wi-Fi with indigo and violet. The rainbow of communication. Wi-Fi networks can be as small as a single room or as big as an entire city. They work by connecting wireless users with one or more plugged-in access points called routers. No router, no Wi-Fi. Just like no cell phone tower, no cell phone service. Wow! Next time we're in an internet cafe, I'll ignore the music playing and imagine the invisible rainbow of Wi-Fi radio waves shooting information back and forth in step. You must know everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Learn more and submit your own vexing questions at our website, youmustknoweverything.com. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Android, Spotify, or however you like to listen, and hear dozens of previous episodes for free. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.